ever stop and think to yourself in situations, am I the asshole I'm- all the time? Right? <laughs> and I, I, and I probably am most of the time. Yeah. I want to say that like, I don't think I, I stop and think about it like every day, but then like in retrospect, sometimes I'm like, Ooh, I didn't handle that as well as I should have. Well, I don't think like, am I the asshole, but I find myself often saying like, oh, am I a bitch for saying this? Or like, is it bad for me to say this? Or is it bad that I did this? Like I, yeah, that happens. It depends on who you're talking to as well. Like I had a friend call me out for like canceling plans earlier today. And I was like, shit. I was like, I'm totally the asshole in this situation because I a hundred percent canceled plans like twice. And I feel really bad about that. And I was like, Thank you for calling me out and telling me that I was not being a good friend. Question. And I need to clear the air here and understand. Is canceling plans being an asshole or is it a form of self-care? Okay. Like you're totally right in saying that. In this case, I was an asshole and I know I was an asshole because she had plans to come and see me and then I canceled them. Um, And then we had other plans and I forgot about them. So I was definitely the asshole. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay. But no, you're right. Forgetting you're right. about plans. Plans yeah. is different. Like, if you don't go because you don't want to, like, don't go. Like, it's, I mean, it depends on obviously every circumstance. I feel like I'm going to say it depends many, many times this episode. But it depends on, like, you know, who, how someone's going to be influenced by you, but your answer to that question, right? If you cancel plans, if you cancel dinner plans with someone who's, like, already at the restaurant, that's kind of an asshole move, right? Yes. I think there's like a 12 hour like grace period. Unless there's an emergency, I don't, I don't tend to cancel plans like day of. No. It's like, yeah, I think, I think it needs to be done. I think you're an asshole if you do it day of. Yes. In my opinion. Yes, I agree. I will say if you have plans with someone though, and you don't reconfirm plans like the day of, those plans became maybes. I agree. I need like a a confirmation. Like, hey, are we still on for tomorrow? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Day of or day before. Circumstantial, of course. But like, if you don't do that, then I'm like these these plans became maybe's. And if I have plans with someone, I'm not, and I don't talk to them like the day before or the day of we have plans. I'm like, if I don't talk to you the day we have plans, and like this is a problem, or I don't want to go. Anyways, this episode was not supposed to be about me. (laughs) And here we are. But I said to (laughs) Joss, it would be fun to do an Am I the Asshole episode um, that had to do more with like relationships and careers. So anyone that doesn't know, Am I the Asshole is a really popular Reddit subreddit where people write in and they explain their age, the situation, and people on Reddit will vote on if the person in the situation is an asshole or not. Some of these are recent. Some of them are are in the past like few months. But the main thing is that I wanted to make sure that they were kind of specific to our influence community in the sense that we're talking about careers. We're also talking about relationships. A couple of these have to do with weddings. I'm sure that's a prime demographic in our listeners. So we have a bunch of stories to tell. Um, I'll go first. And apologies in advance. Some of these stories are kind of long, but I think they're important for the setup. Am I the asshole for asking my husband to turn down his dream job for my career? I, 33 female, am the breadwinner of our household. 
I have multiple highly specialized degrees for a niche industry. I make 200K plus with the potential to get into the 600K range. Uh, my company has not been hit that badly with COVID, so many of us have kept our jobs. Uh, my husband, 36 male, is a has a broad degree slash work experience. He quit his job right before COVID, hoping to get a better job in the meantime, and I was supportive. He spent a ton of time applying to various jobs and finally landed an interview with like a certain organization. This is his dream job in almost every imaginable way. However, it's paying 65K a year, which would be fine, except this job directly puts my job at risk. So she says, my company and this organization are adversarial at best. My field is, is extremely secretive. And if clients discovered my spouse was working for a competitor, I would be permanently tainted. It's like if um if he were, sorry, it'd be like if I worked in protecting the privacy of celebrities and he worked for TMZ. If he tapped my car, got into my work devices, he could use that, that to advance his career and any trust I have in this field is gone. Even if I trusted my husband, my husband not to do that, my clients and company don't. It's worse because my background is so specialized, this is the only field I can work in. I asked him to drop from consideration for the job since he got it. Um, since, since, since if we got it, we'd lose income. 65K a year cannot support us in this city. Plus he does not have, um, not have to work for this organization. Also, I don't know what city they live in, by the way. Even if the job market is awful right now, his background gives him access to a wide range of jobs, but I only have this one niche field. He was extremely angry and I said, and I, and I, and said I was selfish and only cared about money. I told him, I told him that if he wanted to go back to school for an advanced degree or just be unemployed for a while, I would support him, but taking this job isn't possible. He continued the process behind my back and got the offer. He wants to accept it because he says his career needs to take priority and that I wasn't being a supportive wife. I feel so betrayed and I've contacted all relevant higher ups in my company to inform them. I notified them as soon as he got the interview because it's better coming from my email than from a background check. I told him he could decline the offer um, without me watching him physically decline it or he could accept the offer and move out immediately. I would pay for him to stay two weeks at a hotel and we would begin divorce proceedings. My company is willing to take care of all of my legal fees. I feel fucking awful. I still love him. I moved decisively because this was the best way to cut my losses, but it still hurts. He called me heartless and cold. It's true that I was prioritizing my career, career over his, but it felt like the only option at the time. Am I the asshole? Um, okay. Well, there was a, um, that escalated and I did not think that that story would end in divorce. Um, I didn't either, by the way, I didn't, I think I didn't read the whole story before I, I pulled damn, it away. I, um, cause it was long, but wow. <laughs> um, that's hard. Oh, oh, I can't. Yeah. I did not think it would end that way. No, I didn't either. So First of all, I do not think she's the asshole. I mean, I can probably argue both sides here, but I don't think she's the asshole because as she said, she can't work in a different field. He can work in a different field or he can, he has a bunch of different experience. Like this, if this is his dream job. Okay. But like, shouldn't she have known what his dream job was prior to them getting married? 
Um, cause like, wouldn't that inevitably have become an issue? Like if your dream job is like pole dancing and like your husband is a priest, like that's going to be a problem. Well, maybe she didn't think he would get his dream job. You know, maybe she didn't think that this would be a, a and, and also not sure what the dream job is also. And I don't want to make this about money, but she said she makes 200 K plus potential to hit 600 to a million. Okay. And we're talking about a 65,000 income for your dream job. I am so sorry, but like not relevant. I think that (laughs) her job takes priority Mm -hmm. because a, like you said, um, it's the only field she can work in and B that's a lot of money, and that is changing your lifestyle mm-hmm. now. And she already to, like, has accommodate it. this dream job that only pays sixty five. Yeah, exactly. And she yeah. already has the job. I don't he, think she's an. He asshole. doesn't have the job yet. She has the job. So, like, well, he again, he got the offer, but like, what if he got into the job and then didn't actually end up liking it? So, like, you, like I think, yeah, you pick that kind of stability regardless. Um, I don't think. Like, like to me, the like the actual salary amount, I'm, I don't care about that as much because that's not what like in my head. It's more like she has a stable job. She doesn't want to have to quit her job so that he can have a job, right? Like it's not a thing. Like, like it's it seems like he's a little bit yeah. sexist in this sense, being like you have to like I need to make money. I need to do these things. Like I kind of would imagine he's a he's probably not probably he might be insecure the fact that his wife makes so much money and he doesn't have a job right now. Damn. I would not care. I would be like, yes, you're my, you're my sugar mama and (laughs) I'm fine being unemployed. Well, I mean, but that's just me. Um, I think, I think overall the theme here is like, what's more important, like your dream and like what, what you believe is like your dream job or sacrificing that to make like the person you're with happy. And it goes both ways, Mm -hmm. you know, like what's more important, your, your job or your relationship, which it seems like, I mean, not black or white, but this seems like what is happening here. Mm -hmm. And it seems like both of their careers are more important than the other for both people. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I agree. I think it's kind of, if you had to pick your job over your, over your partner or your spouse, if the answer is, oh, I pick my job, it's like, well, why are you married then? But sometimes it takes things like this to to figure yeah. that out. Anyways, that's our first story. Joss, over to you. Yeah. Okay. The next one. Am I the asshole for removing my bridesmaid from my wedding party because she wasn't showing any interest in my wedding? I, 23 female, have been best friends with Lottie, 23 female, since we were five. I'm getting married in a month's time. I asked Lottie to be my bridesmaid, and she accepted. A few weeks after she accepted, she told me she was pregnant and due two weeks after my wedding. Okay, I have questions. Anyway, I I said that was fine, and I didn't mind that she would be heavily pregnant. I keep asking her for help arranging things and planning things, but she always has an excuse. I understand that she's pregnant, but I feel that she's not really interested in my wedding. She hasn't been asking me any questions about what I'm doing and showing very little interest when I try and talk about it. Last night, I had enough and told her I no longer wanted her to be my bridesmaid. Her pregnancy has not been an easy one, which is why I feel like I might be the asshole. If she... 
my God. If she didn't feel like she was up to the task, she should have told me. She is really upset and has said that she's no longer coming to the wedding. Oh, shit. Well, you know what? I am team Lottie. I think I I don't know about you, Jen. um, But, no, this girl sounds like a bridezilla. Yeah. And uh, first of all, my question was, you're – you're getting married in a month. Okay, this is the timeline confused me. So she how so she's getting married in a month, right? And she said that her friend was due two weeks after her wedding. Mm-hmm. So her friend is like, like eight months pregnant. Almost eight months pregnant. And this is and then she hasn't told her best friend. That's like another concern to me. Um I think she's a bridezilla because also she said that her friend is not having like a successful pregnancy. Like it's been really hard. Your friend's pregnancy is, I'm sorry, more important than your wedding because that's like the health of her baby. So if she's not like 100% in because she's about to give birth in a month, then like, fuck you. Sorry. I... I know. I'm. I think she's the asshole. I think on both sides, people that are so obsessed with their damn wedding. <laughs> okay. I think on both sides, though. Go on. Feelings are valid. Okay. I get it for sure. I totally agree, though. Like, I. <laughs> I mean, I'm not getting married anytime soon. But with that said, like, I have. Se- I'm seeing a lot of friends getting married the next little bit, and. I think they just expect everyone to care so fucking much about their wedding. And I'm like, no, it's your wedding. Like, I'm going to be there. But, like, you expect me to care a lot more about it than I actually do, um, which is unfortunate. But, like, that's just the, that's just what happens is that, like, like when I get married, I'm not going to expect my friends to care about my wedding as much as I care about my wedding. Duh. It's not them. It's me. So I think... I think Lottie, I feel bad for her. I hope Lottie's okay. Um, I don't, I think that, that the poster is definitely the asshole, unfortunately, because, um, I mean, I, I would want to know, is she the only bridesmaid? Like, is it, like, is there more, is there a maid of honor? Like, I'm sure there's, if there's a maid of honor, then like, wouldn't that maid of honor be doing things? Like, I have questions about, you know, what the expectation is. If Lottie was the only person picked, let's say, and she's like the maid of honor slash bridesmaid, like the only bridesmaid, I'd be like, well, it'd be the person who posted, or like, let's give her a name. It's Jess's responsibility to realize, oh, my friend's pregnant, and she's going to be pregnant the entire time I'm planning this wedding. Therefore, I should probably find someone else in the event that like, you know, Jess gives birth early or, you know, there's complications, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you should have planned better had had you had that expectation to be like, oh, I want this person to do all these things with me, but then she's pregnant and may not be able to. Like, what if she had been on bed rest since her fifth month? No. I'm shaking my head here. I'm shaking my head because I don't think that she is the sole bridesmaid. I think she would have said maid of honor mm-hmm. um, if she was like the maid of honor. I also think that this person, I don't care what the situation is. I think she's being selfish. And I think she's one of those women who are just like, this wedding is all about me. This is my special day. And like everyone, like you said, has to care as much as I do. And I think that's who this person is. And I think that Lottie has, you know, um, dodged a bullet here by being a part of this damn wedding and this friendship. So 
Yeah, I think it's really unfortunate. Sorry. Like, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think the you didn't have to no longer make her a bridesmaid. You could just say, like, you just maybe just have a conversation with her and be like, hey, you seem like you're you're obviously really preoccupied with what's happening. Like, if you don't have the energy to be a bridesmaid, tell me that, or like, give the option instead of just like completely yanking her from the lineup. That's mean. And she's pregnant. She has other things to cry about. Yeah, like, I'm so... Exactly. Exactly. Like, I'm so sorry you're having a rough pregnancy and that you're due in a month. <laughs> but, like, so, like, don't worry about this. Yeah. Like, I think I think this girl is 100% the asshole. Also, like, again, the whole, like, the, the her due date being so close to the wedding, like, there was a very strong chance she wasn't going to be at the wedding anyways. And would the poster, would, would Jess have been mad at her because she was giving birth versus coming to the wedding? Probably. So, yeah, Jess, sorry, you're the asshole. Didn't mean to, but you're the asshole. Okay. Um, <laughs> am I the asshole for wanting to quit my retail job to prepare for a career? My husband, 33 male, and I, 27 female, got married last year. When we first met, I was still in law school, bartended part-time, and had 50K in student debt. He had a successful business, owned a home, and multiple nice cars, and had no debt. Before we got married, we signed a prenup because my husband wanted to secure his business and his home. At the suggestion of his lawyer, the prenup said that I will have no stake in his home. Therefore, I wouldn't have to pay for any aspect of the home as it was his premarital asset. At the suggestion of my lawyer, the prenup made it very clear that if I were to start contributing financially towards the home, the contract would be amended and to, to give me a percentage of the house. I graduated, but haven't passed the bar yet, so I don't have a career. I had an office job, but got laid off, so then I started working retail. I pay for my student loan, insurance, and car. I also pay for groceries, cook, clean, do laundry and dishes, and otherwise run our household. I want to stop working for the next couple of months to, to prepare for the bar exam coming up in July. I told my husband that from now until July, I want to study eight to 10 hours a day because I was tired of feeling inadequate for not having a big girl career. He got upset and said he doesn't think it's fair that I feel that I have the luxury of being able to not work for two months, leaving him to pay for everything on his own. I pointed out that I pay for all of my own stuff and have more than enough money saved up to carry me while I'm not working. And not for nothing, but regardless if I was in his life or not, he would still be paying his mortgage and utilities just as he was before he met me. Me coming into his life didn't change any of that. I would still buy groceries and cook and clean and do everything else around the house. Once I pass the bar and have a career, I want to contribute more towards the home. My hu husband thinks I should try to find another desk job to work during the day and study at night, like most people have to. But I told him that the time and energy I would put into looking for another temp job could be put to better use if I just studied. I'm only asking for two months. I told him it will take weeks of interviewing and waiting around, and by then I, don't, I won't have studied enough for it to be successful in July. We aren't hurting financially. We live in a nice home. He has multiple expensive foreign cars and a boat. We have income property. He's invested in stocks and cryptocurrency. I have plenty of money saved up. I also have invested in stocks. Plus, I acquired a sizable inheritance from my grandma. I'm not looking to quit working indefinitely. We are in disagreement and he's making me feel guilty for wanting to do this, saying that if I don't pass the exam again, I'll just be back at square one, but worse because I won't even have my retail job to fall back on. Am I the asshole? No. No. A hundred percent. This, 
like a, nothing nothing about this screams asshole to me like i think your husband's the asshole i just don't understand like like right why he's like oh well you should work well she's like no if i don't work i will then invest that time into studying to ensure i pass the bar like it doesn't make sense to me. Also, they have a boat, and I'm just like really jealous they have a boat. But like, if you have you have all of these things that are keeping you financially stable, what is the point? Like, what what does what does two months make a difference? Like, okay, they're clearly not on the same page about how to handle finances. Well, I will say, even before this started, they're talking about a prenup. They have money. This man has money. Oh, for sure. There's no no one's having a prenup unless there is a lot of money involved. So yeah. he is in a financial place that she doesn't need to work. And it also sounds like even if they weren't in a relationship, she can afford not working anyway. Like there's no this just sounds like a greedy man who like believes in the idea of like having money come in because he's like wealthy, you know? So that's just what this sounds to me sounds like to me. And I think that she is a hundred percent not the asshole for wanting to focus on her career. I also don't like that she's she's prefaced it as a I have to ask him to do this. I'd be like, just fucking do it, girl. Like just say, hey, like like how, like how would you yeah. or how would he even know? Does he not go to work every day or whatever? Like, you know, if you're still contributing and you and you're not going to have any like and also like a, like a like a random retail job wouldn't pay you that much money versus again having to take the time to study for the bar. No. I can't even this is this, this seems stupid that this is even a conversation, but it's very clear that like, you know, they have are not on the same page about money cuz like Maybe he, maybe him or maybe his family feels that like oh she's gonna like you know mooch off of him until she has money to like from her you know be, from becoming a lawyer mm. or whatever because like I wonder if it's like a fa- like a family pressure thing to like to say that but that's just me yeah also we don't know like who she is and like who he is like maybe he's like a very well off man and she comes from like not nothing mm-hmm. but you know like maybe it does look like that to his family yeah. that like oh you're gonna marry or you're gonna marry this woman who like doesn't have a career like do we even know if she's like smart enough to be a lawyer like you know like we don't know mm-hmm. what kind of person she is so yeah um a lot of factors but i was gonna say he seems like an excessive spender too no i agree which probably defines their life a little bit so that's what all I'll all say from that. Like he owns cars and a boat. And she's like, she said that multiple times in the story, by the way. She's like, he owns all these things. So maybe he's just like, well, I want to make sure I can still afford my life no matter how much money you need. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Next story. Am I the asshole for wanting a career? Okay. So I thought this was totally fine, but my mom and sister are acting like I'm the devil. So here it goes. My husband... 31 male, and I, 31 female, have been together for about six years, married for four. We're expecting our first child in around three months, and we've never really talked about who will be the breadwinner after our little angel arrives. So I've been thinking the last few weeks that I want a real career. My husband loves his job. He's an actuary and has done so well for himself. We met in college, and I know he's been so driven for so long to achieve what he has professionally. And lately, I realized I want the same thing. So I made dinner on Wednesday and spent basically all day planning what I was going to say. 
He's always been so understanding about anything and everything before. My husband is the love of my life, and I thought there was nothing that could change that. But when I told him I wanted to, him to stay at home with our baby while I brought home the bacon, he immediately started questioning me like I was a murder suspect. I reassured him it wouldn't be forever, that I just needed to feel like I know he feels for a while, but that didn't help. It was as if a switch just flipped in his head that a woman couldn't possibly provide for her family and there was no way he would take the hit to his pride. It wasn't what he said because he actually didn't say no. It just seems like he doesn't trust me, as if I'm incapable of doing what he does. I love him, I do so much, and I told him that, but I also told him that I needed to get the same kind of fulfillment he has in his life. It just doesn't feel fair that he has the privilege of doing what he wants for the last decade while I've been behind the counter at Hollister, folding jeans and barely making a cent. I'm not a baby-making machine. I'm a capable adult. Am I the asshole? I, um, I don't know. I think, I think she might be the asshole. I mean, okay, so... I think she she's very much in her right to say I want a career for sure. We don't we didn't know until the end of the story that the career she's had up to now is working at Hollister and I don't know what he's been doing but it sounds like it's been relatively successful. So what I thought was interesting is that I mean I sound like I'm going to I'm going to take my like the level of like marital counselor for a quick second even though I am nowhere near qualified just so that everyone knows that. But I feel like the conversation, she kind of already made up the decision of what she wanted instead of like talking about like what the possibilities were. Like in the sense that like, first of all, she hasn't had the kid yet. So she could have this kid and then completely change. Like my mom was a stay-at-home mom for years, right? Like you could you could be home with that baby and, you know, have to obviously like, you know, take care of it, breastfeed it if that's what you're going to do or whatever. But like, you know, babies and mothers do have to be together for a certain amount of time. But she's saying, she's like, I told my husband that I want him to stay home with the baby while I go and have a career, but she doesn't have one just yet. So... I think she's a little bit of the asshole, first of all, just because she she kind of said, hey, I want you to stay home with this baby so I can have a career. Instead of saying, hey, once I have this baby, I will take my maternity leave for like X number of months. And then I want to, to go and try and have a career and really try this out. I want to have the same kind of success that you do. Can we figure out a way to do that? instead of saying, I want you to stay home with our kid, right? Because like, I don't know how it works for like paternity leave. And I also don't know where these people are to know if they could even do that. But if he had to like quit his job so that she, so that he could be at home with her while she figures out her career, I'd be like, well, no, like this is the stable income. And this is also like, if he, you don't want to take away what he likes as well. Like I'm, I know as women, we don't have a choice whether or not we take this kind of leave and men do and that, I mean, like, you know, them and their things. Um, but like, we don't have a choice in the matter. Right. But that, but that doesn't mean we want to take away that from our partners as well. Yeah. I, I think there are a lot of factors here that aren't mentioned in the story because we don't know what he does. Um, also we don't know what the, like you said, the maternity leave situation is I like physically, I don't think you, she, you know, I wouldn't want to be jumping into a career that I don't have right after having a baby. Like I would want time to relax and let my body heal. Mm -hmm. So like, I think that it, it sounds like she, that sounds a little unrealistic. First of yeah. all, second, like you said, 
she works at Hollister and not put not saying anything against, you know, anyone working in retail, but it sounds like unless she's pursuing a different career path, like I don't think that's stable enough because she said it's not even like she works at corporate at Hollister. Like she said she's literally folding jeans. So she's mm -hmm. a sales associate. And it sounds like her husband has a more secure income. So, you know, I'm just like, if I were in her situation and my husband were like, I want, um, and like he didn't have a job and like we just had a kid and he was the one that wanted to work, I'd be like, no, because we need to feed our family and we need to like support this baby. There's no time to be like making, like taking risks on our career mm -hmm. right now. You yeah. know, like you have to also be responsible for the child coming into this world. So, and I also think like, if she's the asshole, well, yes, I think she's the asshole, but I also, I fear that she's going to start resenting her kid because like, if she's like, oh, I don't have a career because I have a kid. Like I, I, I worry about that. Like, you know, like I said, you, you like I think everything changes when once you actually have that baby in your arms and realize how much time it takes and how much energy it takes um, from both parents, but obviously mainly the mother once that baby is born. So that I would say, hey, you should post this again in a few months once we have this kid and then see what's changed in your perspective. Because if you still are just like I can't get wait to get out of the house, she's gonna start resenting her kid, and I hope that's not the case for the kid's sake, but. Um, I mean, she chose to have a kid, so I hope it. I hope it it grows up with the household that is able to support it, right? And that this family makes the right decision for them. Next one: Am I the asshole for being upset at my mom over her friendship with my ex? My ex, twenty three male, and <laughs> I, twenty one female, broke up over three years ago because I cheated on him. Since then, my mom, forty three female, has still texted him every day. She has invited him to my house, well, my parents' house, I no longer live there, numerous times since then, including to major events like Christmas Day or my birthday when I would be there. That's so weird. Luckily, he has never been there at the time at, at the same time as me, but there has been many times where I have left my own family functions early to make sure that this doesn't happen. Besides them talking every day and him coming over often, my mother feels the need to always fill me in on what's going on in his life, which I don't care about, especially since I have had the same boyfriend ever since me and my ex split up. I have told her several times I don't want to hear about him or ever see him since it would make me uncomfortable. And in brackets, she puts, we had a really bad relationship, hence the cheating. But she has done nothing but tell me that she can be friends with whoever she wants. The tipping point was last night at my brother's graduation party where my mom could not stop talking about my ex and how she couldn't wait for him to come over later. I left early partly because of that and found out today that, she, that he, didn't, he did show up and was hanging out with my family, drinking beers with my 17-year-old brother. I talked to so many people about the situation and everyone said that it is not normal and that my mother is the wrong, is in the wrong for making me uncomfortable on purpose. I'm pretty upset at her and don't really even want to talk to her anymore. Am I the asshole? And she also adds to this Reddit some, a couple edits. One is my ex and I were only together seven to eight months. And since he was in the service, we were only physically together maybe two of those months. And out of two of those months, he only came to see my family a handful of times. So it's not like my mom became attached to him when we were together. She only really 
slowly started talking to him, like texting every day after we'd been broken up. And then one more thing, she says that when I mean bad relationship, mostly stem from him likely having anxiety from being in the service and taking it out on me, not physically, but emotionally. Okay, like he's so hooking up with the mom. Yeah, that's my, f- no, 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 that's my first thought. 100%. I don't know, I need to know if their parents are divorced because I mean, even if, even if they're not, a hundred percent there is something going on with this mom and this boyfriend and that's i think that's very clear like also your mom is an asshole and you should like cut all cut all ties with her i'd be like mom are you replacing me with my ex-boyfriend if so i'm never coming over again yeah i agree i want to know if if like the dad is there it sounds like the dad isn't there but we don't know about that yeah like, this is so weird. How is this even a thing? How is this even a thing? How how are you even, like, to go to Reddit and write this? Because, like, how is it not right in front of you that your mom is hooking up with your ex? Yeah. I think the mom is super hooking up she, with the ex. The only, thing, the only thing missing from this, the only thing missing from this story is, like, it's so strange. I like come over and they both like leave her bedroom and he's like putting on his pants and like, right? Like, it's so weird. Am I the asshole? I just my mom and my boyfriend are hooking up. Condoms. <laughs> oh my God. No, seriously though. I like, I feel bad for this girl who thinks she's an asshole when she's not an asshole at all. Your mother is an asshole. You also need to like talk, maybe talk to the ex-boyfriend and be like, hey, can you stop hanging out with my mom? It's freaking weird. <laughs> also, oh, God. I think this is 100% the lyrics to the song Stacy's Mom. Stacy's Mom? Stacy's Mom. <laughs> like, is it not? Yeah. Okay. Just just clear that up. Sorry. I think we have time for that. Stacy's Mom yeah. has got yeah. it going Yeah, on. exactly. So th- okay. this is Stacy and that was Stacy's Mom. 100%. Okay. Last one. Am I the asshole for telling my 30-year-old girlfriend? Wait, what? Oh, no. So it's so the poster my, is 30 and the girlfriend's 20 as 27. Okay. Okay, poster is 30, girlfriend is thir- 27. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend that she does not have a real job? My girlfriend and I both work in finance. Well, sort of. We met in college and both graduated together four years ago. In 2017, we both earned a bachelor's in accounting and finance. I decided to study for my CPA exam right after graduating, and she decided to go work at a low-level accounting job at a construction company earning $35,000 per year. I was not happy with her decision to do this, but I know she's never been quite as driven as me. Fast forward to today, I work at one of the big four accounting firms earning $89,000 per year. I have worked long hours and put all into this position. My girlfriend is still at the construction company, but has kind of worked her way up and earns $60,000 annually. I don't really understand her job position. She manages accounts for different projects. Our main fight over the past four years has been career choices. We went out with my colleagues about a month ago and just had drinks. One of them asked what my girlfriend does for a living. I had a bit much to drink and I instantly felt mad and embarrassed as she explained it to him. I said without thinking, she doesn't have a real job. My girlfriend laughed it off and said, yeah, I get paid to take naps all day. Her response made everyone at the table uneasy. We decided a few years ago to each put $1,000 per month into savings for our future, which we've been doing religiously. 
Well, I checked the account today and noticed she did not put in her, her, her thousand this month. I confronted her about this and she says she's putting it into her project car instead. Let me explain the car. I've been working a ton of hours this time of year. She is alone quite often at the house. She decided to take up a new hobby. She bought some early 90s car and has been putting every dime into making it a race car, I think. She just bought some fuel system electronic thing that was $1,200. We are not on the same page anymore about our life goals and aspirations. I don't even have room to park my vehicle in the garage anymore. I don't think a luxury vehicle should be parked on the curb. She is $1,000 behind schedule for a loud, trashy car, and I cannot deal. I asked today if we even share the same goals anymore. She said she's not sure and that I was really an asshole when we were out with my colleagues. She says I don't respect her. I told her that's not true. I just know she is smart and capable of more than a dusty 40-hour-per-week job. She says she is happy there and plans to stay in that industry if we move to the coast. I do not know what to do. I asked her if she was cool with me posting on here. And she said she doesn't care. I told her you were in a post on here. Shit. <laughs> That's a problem, I feel like. Um, okay. I think the poster is um, an asshole. Um, and I and, and I have I have some opinions on both sides though. I think on the whole, the poster is an asshole because she doesn't have to have the same drive as you do. Like it's great. I like, I mean, I'm kind of the same way that like, if I'm dating someone or like meeting someone, if like, I can tell they don't have the same kind of passion for what they do as I do. I'm kind of like, well, you don't understand why I work long hours or why I do what I do. With that said though, to each their own, if she doesn't want to have that kind of job and she's making enough money to support herself, who cares? Let her do what she wants to do. Yeah, I agree. Also, like, I, yeah, I think it's a matter of, like, you're just mad because she's not at the same pace as you. Also, he's, he or she said that I think my girlfriend's better than, like, a 40-hour job. Like, isn't that standard? Yeah. Like, I don't – I'm I'm just I'm just confused. Also, I also don't understand the car thing. Like, that's, like, kind of weird to me. Um, but also, if – your girlfriend or this person's girlfriend has been consistent with putting a thousand dollars every month for the past four years and skipped one month and now you're like freaking out. I mean, I think that's blowing this out of proportion as well. And her salary at sixty thousand from thirty thousand, like she's growing with the company. Yeah. And again, you I, have two incomes. I'm confused. And I think this person's an asshole. Exactly. Like you have two incomes to work with as well. Yeah. Like it's not like you're like, oh, we can't afford our life now that you're making less money. No, they're both making good money. Like they like they're well over a hundred K with two incomes. I think the issue here and like it seems like the poster is kind of like very much realizing that them that they are growing apart a little bit potentially like you know four years of from so how old are they 27 and 30 so four years they were together when they were like 24 25 um i mean that's that's a long amount of time and a lot of growth happens in that in that period so if they're at a point now that where they see that their lives are different i'd be like maybe this is the time to reevaluate like if if like the car thing i'm kind of like whatever let her have her freaking car like let her work on a, a hobby that she enjoys like who cares if you care that much that your your significant other is enjoying a pastime that's a problem yeah yeah i definitely think this poster is the asshole man there's a lot of assholes out there 
And a lot of not us assholes, I should also say. Did you learn anything mm-hmm. this episode, mm-hmm. Joss? Well, I mean, yeah, I learned that I'm grateful for my relationship. <laughs> and the car <laughs> and you're And not building? having to deal with these problems. <laughs> right? I learned that it only takes, I learned that it only takes $1,200 for my dream car to spruce up to my dream car. So yeah, I do. <laughs> I want pictures of what this car is going to look like after the $1,000 was not put in the shared account. Like, where did it go? Because I'm also like, I could go to like my mechanic with $1,000 and they'd be like, all right, here's some new brake pads. And I'm like, okay, I'm, it's all spruced up now. But anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, this was really, this is a cool episode. I, I kind of like these uh, these stories. I definitely think we should do another like a part two of these to do more fun. Am I the asshole type of situations? Yeah. If anyone is still listening to this point in the episode and agrees or disagrees with any of the things that we talked about or think that we are wrong in our assumption, because we agreed on most on all of them, right? Let us know. Or if you are, if you have any yeah. extra ones that you want to do for an- another episode, please tell us. Follow us at Influence the Pod on Instagram and have conversations with us. Thank you for listening to Influence, a Margot Community Podcast. A special shout out to our team behind Influence. So Joss, our host, Yolanda, our assistant producer, Keisha, our designer, and myself, the executive producer. Listen and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platforms.